Well, hello there. Welcome to Now We're Talking. Nobody's been here for a hundred years. My name is Josh, and I was the host here once, but I'm an old man now. Just kidding, everyone. I'm still young. Welcome to Now We're Talking. Today's guest for the entire show is an old friend, but first of all, uh, you may remember back in episode 13, uh, your questions, you as the listening audience, uh, my children, my babies, my sweet little honey boys, uh, you asked questions for Jim Jim and Enid to answer. Well, a certain question asker named Kevin didn't exactly get the answer he wanted. Instead, he was... He was asked two questions back. He was asked, number one, are wild boars real? And number two, Jim Jim asked him if he has ever pooped. Well, Kevin has written back to me. Kevin sent an email to nwtpodcast at gmail.com. And Kevin has confirmed that wild boars are real. And Kevin has pooped. So congratulations to Kevin on both of those things. Um, if you want to get in touch with the show, if you want to send in a question or uh, you have anything... In, don't send in bullshit is what I'm saying. Send it to nwtpodcast at gmail.com and I'll come to your house and fuck you. Okay, today's guest for the entire show is Arnold Parmesan. You might remember him from episode two. Arnold, how are you? Oh, oh, hey, Josh. I, I'm doing great. How are you? I'm good, thank you, Arnold. It's, it's been a while. Yeah, it, it certainly has, Josh. Okay, so for the listener, in case anyone hasn't heard your previous appearance, last time you were here, you'd written a book. Yeah, yeah, and I've I've actually written another book now. Indeed, you have. But uh, shut up about that for a second, because I'm going to talk about your other book. It was it was a, <laughs> it was a parenting guide. Yeah, and the methods in it were somewhat unorthodox. Well, you you know you have to do something different if you if you want different results. Uh, Albert Einstein said that I think he very well may have. My my parenting guide, which is critically acclaimed, uh, and by that I mean people are very critical of it. Um, my parenting guide, it's just a re-exploration of what it means to be a parent, really. And and what I the conclusion that I that I come to is that you have to make the mistakes that your children might make, so that they can see those consequences and and adjust their lives accordingly. So if you if you want your children to live the happiest, healthiest lives they can. You have to live the most unhappy and most unhealthy life you can so that they can have a tangible way to see those those bad results and will stray away from them. Well, I suppose my first question is, how are your kids since then? Braden and Vance, I, I assume that Braden and Vance are good. I uh, still haven't made any contact. Oh, you haven't them, seen but, them since um, you haven't seen them since you were last year. No. Oh, I'm sorry to it, hear that. Well, no, I think that's a good sign. It means they're busy, they're being productive, efficient, and and I think that that has a lot to do with uh, my my parenting techniques. So, do you think? May, I mean, maybe you sacrifice your relationship with them to make them better better people. Well, maybe no, no. I think you're wrong. <laughs> Can I just um, get you to do a longer well there? Well, this is great. Please subscribe. <laughs> no, no, that can't be it. That can't be it. No. I wrote a book. I wrote a book, Josh. Sure. Okay. So, Brain and Vance are off living their lives. Yeah. With your probably ex-wife. very good ones. They're still with your because ex-wife. of my, yeah the the restraining order she filed went through. So that's fine. Uh, I think it was all worth it 
just to know that uh, my my children's lives might be affected positively because of all that, it makes it all worth it. As as long as they are better equipped for the world and can be better people, it's all worth it. Exactly. Really, you're yeah. putting yourself before your children, and uh, no, you're putting your children before yourself. Yeah, that's kind of all that I was I was wanting to do. That yeah, was that, the whole point. That is the best possible spin we can put on that. Best possible spin mm-hmm. to the world. So you've got a new book now, your second book. Yeah, yeah. I I, I wrote another book. Um, I thought you know I I've got an audience now, and and I I have some ideas. It it would be foolish to not let my audience know about these these new ideas I have. Absolutely. Um, so the book is about dating. It's it's about dating. It's about uh, just sort of a different approach, which is, as you know, what I'm all about. Oh, is, yeah, uh, yeah. To, uh, so it's, that's what I do. Uh, now that I'm the divorce is through and the restraining order's filed, I've been trying to get back in the dating game. And yeah, that's kind of what the book is about, is how, how I find success through that. I mean, you must have been pretty successful to have written a book about it. Yeah, yeah. It's It's been quite quite an interesting ride, Josh. So tell me about your method. Well, the... The method, and it, it's from a, it's from a, the perspective of a, uh, a male dater, me, who's interested in, in dating women. So it doesn't, it doesn't apply to everyone, but I think that to that crowd, um, it, it's quite helpful. And, and the strategy there is just, it basically outlines the strategy that says if you want to woo over a young lady, the that. strategy that you should have there is, um, you should, Try and get sympathy from them. Because sympathy is ultimately, if you think about it, the ultimate sign of respect. Um, and so sure I agree. what I try and do in, in my dating strategy is, is through getting the sympathy from these these ladies, I, I get respect from them. And then and then the relationship is able to work based off, based off of that. Uh, so, that so that's what the book is about. I see. So, I mean... I don't want to judge too quickly. Uh, uh, at first, this seems like it, it sounds like it might be a little bit manipulative. Well, no, I don't think so. Because um, it, it it comes from a genuine place. Um, it comes from a genuine place. Genuinely of, manipulative. I, it's what I'm what I'm uh, what I'm using to to get the sympathy from these women is just an exaggerated version of what's actually at the core of me. There's no, uh, you know, line taking place. It's it's just a an exaggeration of what's actually at the core of, of who I am. Well, it's, I suppose everyone does that in the dating world. Yeah, it's yeah. just a it's a genuine representation uh, of of who of who I am and 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 what is, I'm about. Which is someone who draws sympathy. I yes yes. Okay, well, sad. It's sad, Arnold. Well, sad sells books, Josh. Sad sells books. <laughs> That's very true of sad. Love, love, love very popular sad books. Uh, so your method is gaining sympathy from your dates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what sort of things do you do in order to gain your date's sympathy? Um. Well, well, you know, the chapter one layout. Um. What I what I lay down in my book is the kind of opener to get you into this world. Is um. You know, it's the old tried and true forgot your wallet trick. So you know, you you take a woman out on a date. And then um, you forget your wallet, and so at the end of the day, you're like, "Oh no, you know, I can't, I can't pay for this. Will you please help me?" And now, not being able it, to pay gets you sympathy. I feel like most yeah, women yeah. would be annoyed by this, Arnold. It's it's all about the the presence of of the way you introduce this idea. So so you can't just say, "Hey, uh, forget my wallet." It has to be quite a 
a real facade. You know, you have to really sell it. You have to really get the sympathy out. And 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 the best way I outline it sort of in a, in a few steps in my book. But that's sort of it's all about how you well, present. Give me the an example you, now. Let's do yeah. like a little scenario date. Let's pretend we're on a date, Arnold. Right. Okay. Uh, we've just finished the meal. What kind of meal do we have? Uh, well, you you had the um, you had the clam chowder, and I had the dry aged steak. I wouldn't choose that. So, but let's move. I mean, the date's well, not going did. that well. You want my steak? <laughs> okay, it's time to pay. Let's move fast that bit. So immediately, right as soon as the waiter sets down the sets down the check, I'm, I'm going to put my hand on it. I'm going to look at you like I got this. And so I'm going to I'm going to pick the check up. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put it up to my face. I'm going to open it. I'm going to look at it, and then I'm going to do the – and this is – this one, this is what I'm talking about. This is where the acting comes into play because I would never keep my wallet in my back pocket. Why would you never keep your wallet in your back pocket of interest? Muggers. I keep it in my fanny pack. They have to unzip it. Of course. And a nary a mugger unzips a fanny pack. It's just not a part of what they're about. It's unheard of to unzip it's a, a it's fanny pack. It's against the code of ethics within the, within the mugging community. So, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to reach for my back pocket, once again, not where I keep my wallet, but I'm going to reach for it and, you know, raise my whole body in that position. And then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make the face like, oh, no. Whoa. Right? But I'm going to be looking at her the whole time um, as sort of like a, oh, no, I don't have it here. Wow. What are we going to do? And, I mean, you really And see. in that moment, in that moment, the spirit of human empathy is going to flow through this woman in a way that she hasn't felt before. And she's going to be like, oh, no. This man really wanted to pay for my meal and show me a good time, and he can't. And I feel so sorry for him in the fact that that he can't do that tonight. I mean, just and so um. I mean, just from going through this scenario, I didn't. Maybe it's my demeanor, Arnold. Maybe it's the fact that I haven't been on a charming date with you where you made me eat clam chowder. But <laughs> I don't really feel a lot of sympathy for you. Well, um. Like, like I said, I, you know, I sort of added a disclaimer at the beginning. Like, this, this strategy might not be for everyone, but it's definitely for me and, and for and for uh, a lot of guys, my my audience. You know, my book was a uh, Charleston County bestseller runner-up, and um, so this method so has worked. It, it does, yeah, it's worked. How I'll, many sorry. women have continued to date you enthusiastically after you have failed to pay for dinner? And see, this is where the science comes into play, right? Science is all about research. Maybe no women have gone on that second date with me, but it's all in the research that I'm doing. That's the important part of, of what's happening, is the, is the research that, that I'm getting done by... Uh, <laughs> okay, by, but it seems like it doesn't work, it, from what you're saying. It, it has been working. So chapter one of your guide on dating is an example of what not to do, that you went out and tried <laughs> multiple times. It's an example of what, of what to do. The women sim- have sympathy for you, and... And I will tell you, Josh, I, I have gotten all of those meals paid for. <laughs> Arnold, it seems maybe then you're less looking for a relationship and more just free meals. You know, art is always open to viewer interpretation, and so I, I respect your view of that, but um, that's just that's not the way that I would think about it. I mean, since you moved out of your family home, is, the, is, is it more about a need for free meals? No, I, I, make, I make money off the sales of my books. I have sold a few copies, um, and so, you know, I'm doing fine 
And as far as finances go, it's fine. Like I don't, I don't need that. Okay, I won't, I won't pry into that area. That's personal. Yeah, I, I don't need it. If that's what you're saying, I'm, I'm doing fine. Um, sure. you know, like I said before, the my, you don't need these second, women's money, but you will take it. I will take it, but, but for the scientific purposes of researching my, 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 my techniques. Um, yeah. Which are getting women to buy you food. Uh, it's more complicated than that. But like I said, all art is, is open to viewer interpretation. Let's go through some more examples. I don't always start out with a, with a first date that's, that's the dinner. Um, you know, sometimes I get more creative with uh, with the first dates. And so, um, so yeah, I'd, I would love to get into that. One, one, of the, one of the other ways that I like to start out a date with a with a young lady. A, f- a first date with someone is. I'll get. I'll rent. I'll rent some segways, and we'll do a segway tour. Very romantic. You get to see the city in a new light. And then what I'll do is I'll you know just wreck that segway right into a tree and just really you know mangle myself. Wow. On this wooden you know this wooden piece of nature's original skyline. Um, and I'll, I'll hit this and just really be beat up about it and, you know, bruises everywhere, broken limbs. And, and the sympathy that I get from that is pretty incredible. I mean, hang on, I full on to... broken limbs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't mess what around with it. What speed are you taking I, the Segway around? As, as fast as it can possibly go. And, and usually within the, within the, the sympathy tour that I, I get from these young women, they'll usually also pay for the Segway damage that, that happened there. How many Segway dates this, have you been on where you broke bones? 13. Um, <laughs> just one example of, uh, of another date and, that you can use to to get the sympathy tactic. The tactic's still still there, but that doesn't require any direct uh, billing of of the date or things like that. Yeah. Since that seems I mean, to that's be the a direction part. I think we should move in. Yeah, the the part that you're most critical of is not always the case, and so I'll give an example here. Um, you know, one time I took this this woman on a date to an an owl ranch. I paid, and I I read online. I read online that um, if you put peanut butter anywhere near an owl, they'll they'll go crazy. They just absolutely love peanut butter. And so I uh, I put this peanut butter on on my hand, and and I you know held it out, and an owl came and just swooped in, yeah. ate my hand, flew off. You would not believe how effective the sympathy I, was, I got. Yeah, from the okay. Woman. I was wondering about this, Arnold. I have noticed that you have lost your other hand as well, and that's obviously the explanation. That yeah. it was uh, kidnapped by an owl for food? Well, uh, uh, it was... Uh, an owl definitely did procure my hand. Um, uh, that, that did happen, yeah. But, I mean, but the important part... The important part, Josh, is wow. the sympathy that I got after afterwards. Um, especially since I I had I already lost one hand. The the losing of the second hand really, you know, really struck some nerves in the in the spirit. I can of, imagine of it. Beings. I can imagine it would for you. I mean, that's that's a big loss to take just for for a date. Yeah, but like I said, you know, it's all about the research. It's all about the science. It's, it's all about the book, and um, and that's that's was, sort was of there what a second, this, was there a second date with this woman? She took me to the hospital. Um, I I did. I will tell you, I did. Um, I bought her a Snickers bar at the hospital from the vending machine. Okay. And well, yeah, she had to take my. So you did all the paying on this. You did all the paying on this date. Yeah, paid, yeah. Paid well, for the owls, the you paid uh, but, for a Snickers bar, and you paid with your hand. 
I, I paid big. I paid big with my hand. Well, listeners, again, if you didn't hear Arnold's last appearance, last time Arnold was here, he had lost one of his hands and replaced it with... I, 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 I don't want to put too fine a point on this, Arnold. I don't want to upset you, but you had replaced your missing hand with a, a, a tiny doll's hand, is the kindest way I can say that. Yeah, yeah, that, that's right. You, you seem to have done much the same this time. Uh, well, yeah, but see, this is where this is where the difference is. Last time, um, the replacement hand had had to come from me, um, and th- and this time I actually got my date to provide me with a, a second hand. She's just walking uh, around to, with it. Uh, we went to an antique store. So this is an antique we to, doll's hand. We went, we went to an antique store and uh, and got got the hand there, and you know she got it for me because of the wow. empathy so she is, was feeling. This is a classy doll's really hand. Yeah, yeah. The original doll hand was the wrong hand. Well, it was it was you know it was for the left hand. It was replacing the left hand, but it was a right hand. Yeah. The it, one that you've replaced your right hand with is a left hand doll's hand. Yeah, and that's that's not any sort of. Um, political statement it's just simply sure. that's the only that's the only thing that that they had available i feel like there. asking the question why not switch them at this point i i, I would feel it would feel wrong it would feel like you've gotten a, used a to deg- having opposite hands yeah it would feel like a, a degradation to to what sure. you know to, to who i am i would have thought you would replace the original little hand with something more similar to a human size hand You've still yeah, got it. I mean, if it had been available at the time... I mean, since then, you it, haven't come across a any better alternative. Well, you wouldn't believe, Josh. You would not believe how how hard it is to find a, uh, a hand replacement doctor in this city and, and, with, and in this economy. It's a very oh, difficult that. situation. I mean, just, so just, like kinda... a, just a mannequin hand would be better, do you not think? I mean, there are prosthetic hands, Arnold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, of course, I do. But yeah, let's let's not bring sex work into this. I, I don't think that it really you know fits that's in with with my book. And that's not what I the uh, point that I'm trying to make here. Um, oh. So yeah, I, I got the two doll hands. They are switched from sure. the traditional view of mm-hmm. what is right and what is left. And uh, but but that's fine. And and I'm okay with who I am now. I'm I, sure. I I'm okay with it, Josh. I'm glad that you you've come to accept it because last time you were here. You were a little sensitive about it. Yeah, my my other guest been... at the time was, uh, I'm sure you remember, Marie de Boer, or as she prefers to be called, uh, Jim Jim. How, how could I forget Jim Jim? How could anyone forget Jim Jim? Um, have you at all run into Jim Jim since then? I, I, I've not had the pleasure, no. I, I, I mean, I unfortunately have run into Jim Jim several times. Oh, really? Yeah, actually, uh, I've had a lot of problem with... Jim Jim living on my property and uh, taking my property and eating some of my property. Yeah, that seems uh, really, really, uh, really interesting. I think she should write a book about that. If anything, she should write a letter of apology. A book. Uh, you know. I'd accept a book-long letter of apology from Jim Jim. <laughs> a novel-length apology. Well, you know, the, the work, the, the science, the research, it, it all comes first. Arnold, is it difficult to walk around the world with two tiny doll's hands? <laughs> uh, do, do you want me to give a, on a scale of 1 to 10? Sure, on a scale of 1 to 10. On a scale of 1 to 10, it's probably going to fall in a... Uh, that was a very disrespectful question, Josh. Can we On a scale on? of tiny doll hand to normal human hand. Arnold, how do the women you date react to your cold baby hands? 
well, that that brings up an interesting point, and that's actually in the, within the, the 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 preface to my book is is the idea that I discovered this this dating style when I realized that I was getting sympathy for my my first fake porcelain. Uh, I see. Um, okay. I was on the I was on the bus and I dropped my phone and I I couldn't really quite pick it up. I was trying and it was mm. against the corner and I was. And, How do you operate a woman, phone with tiny porcelain hands? So this woman, she she picks it up for me, and um, and that's when I realized. That's when I realized I'm really onto something here. I can use this. I can use this piece of of evidence that that I now have to my case, and I can use it to my advantage. And and you and can now make you know, your disability your it. strength. Exactly. Exactly. Will your method work as well for people with normal hands? <sighs> yeah. Uh, the. Uh, the thing with the the strategy is it's, it's very broad. It, it applies. It can apply to a lot of different situations. Uh, you know, like for example, the the first example I gave, uh, where you know the woman the woman pays for the meal and and the sympathy is is reacted there. Um, that that doesn't require any any smaller hands. Uh, but but I do provide the the option. So for the, her the, seeing your tiny hands hold that check. Your tiny hand reach into your normal sized pocket, and I mean it takes longer for a, a, a little hand to look around in a normal pocket than it takes for a normal hand to look around in a normal pocket. That's just science. Uh, yeah, yeah, and that and that's all part of the that all just helps the process and the technique that that I'm that I'm exploring here. Have any of the women you've dated uh, uh, appeared to be? Um, uh, what was that? What was? Uh, you hear that? Uh, Sound like it's coming from up there. Uh, oh my god! Oh my god! I'm so. Oh my. Hello! Sheldon? Hello! Hello! Thank oh you! Thank god. you! Hello, Sheldon Bean! Oh, you've just. Uh, Sheldon Bean, who Hello, you may help. remember as. Hello, Sheldon. Um, who you may remember as the little chimney sweep. I don't know who you got to sweep your chimneys! Sheldon, no one. We don't have a chimney here. I'll explain <laughs> to you this to people. Folks, Sheldon Bean, who you might remember as the little chimney sweep. I want to sweep a chimney, and okay, I want I know. to do it now. <laughs> and this man and Sheldon, please. Tiny little pause. You can't sweep your chimney. Sheldon, you've you got a lot to say, but let me get through this. See, well, Josh, this is this is exactly what I'm talking about. You see, this, this is not what you were talking here. about. Arnold, you were not talking this about here. a child falling through a ceiling. Hello! This reaction here Sheldon is Bean has simply... just come crashing through the ceiling I in the studio. Looking. Landed on the table, covered in dust and dirt. Uh, there's a huge hole in my ceiling now. I was living in your bed. You were for looking for the chimney that it has to be somewhere. Thank you. I mean, you look, Sheldon, you don't look like you're doing too well. I just came to sweep your chimney, and you won't give me a chimney to sweep. How long have you so been I up just, there, Sheldon? I'm Sheldon Bean. I've been in your vent maybe uh, four months or so, looking for the chimney. Four? I mean... I made I made little marks in your vent, looking for your chimney, which I want to sweep. Sheldon, I did tell you last time you were here, there isn't a chimney. Arnold, I'm very, very sorry about this. I had no idea. Well, you know, it's it's oh, fine, Josh. This is very interesting. I I'm just gonna let this one this one play out. Sure. Okay. Um, Sheldon Bean is a a uh, a chimney sweep. Thank you. <laughs> Not a compliment. Sheldon Bean. I'm is Sheldon a... Bean. Okay. Introduce. No, yeah. Introduce yourself, Sheldon. Hello. I'm Sheldon Bean, and I am here to sweep your chimney. Sure. And you go show me where the chimney is. There so is. So I keep a... looking for. 
a chimney in your vents, and they're not in the vents anywhere. No. Josh, if, if you if you don't Hello. mind me uh, inter- interrupting here for a second, and not at all. This should mean a lot to you, uh, coming from me. But I I think this person's delusional. For, for a young boy. Hello. Yes. Hello. Sheldon I'm Bean, so- considering the, the Sheldon Bean is a young boy who has had a difficult I life. I want to sweep. And is I very want to sweep your chimney. Sheldon Bean has what uh, what is known as a one track mind. Okay. Sheldon wants to sweep chimneys. Well, Sheldon, um, I ha- I do have do have to say that you know what you're looking for, what you're ultimately looking for, can't wow. be found can't be found through this this weaving of chimneys. It seems like you're really looking for something deeper. And I have two books that I'd like to chimney that is deep and tall. Okay, let's let's not try to sell Sheldon some books. The, the books, I think oh, that my book books can really in the help chimney? you. Shall we, try, shall, we, shall, shall we try and move Sheldon off the table? Because, I mean, this looks... No, 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 not until I mean, you give me here. a chimney from which to sweep. No, let's, just, just, let's just get you into a, I have into a chair so we can... All your vents, and your vents are full of, of dust now. All the dust I since you got in there. I've been living in your vents, thank you very much. Looking for your chimney. Yeah, I know you so have Sheldon, but there is chimney. No... There's no way he can sweep your chimney. I'm you not have... asking Arnold Look to sweep his... my chimney. My chimney Arnold doesn't exist, and if my chimney did exist, I wouldn't hand. ask Arnold to do it. I'm here to sweep your chimney. I understand. <coughs> oh my gosh. <coughs> Sheldon, that's quite Hello. Yeah, that's Oh my god, Sheldon. You don't sound well, Sheldon. Thank you. <laughs> Sheldon, are you okay? Um, okay if you would give me a chimney to sweep. Uh, oh, I, I think all these all these years of cleaning chimneys have, haven't been good for your lungs. I was born in Buckingham Palace. Probably not true. I was the queen. Definitely not true. I was queen true. bean. Queen Sheldon bean the chimney. Sheldon, with Wait. all due respect, I... <laughs> I'm aware of who the queens have been. You're a little boy. A little boy cannot be queen. Hey, Sheldon. Hey, Josh. Um, now, I've been, I've been in and out of a, a lot of different hospitals, and I've sort of become, from that experience, somewhat of a medical expert. I think that you need um, direct medical attention, Sheldon. Yeah, the, um, your your breathing is really not good. It's because you won't take me to your chimney! Sheldon, I think it's probably because you've inhaled a lot of dust and soot in your time as uh, a forceful chimney sweep. I think you've inhaled... I was living in your vents. Let's move on to new information. I lived in Buckingham Palace, sweeping all the chimneys in all of England. (gasps) Oh, my God. I really don't... I was Queen Bean! And I still am Queen Bean by blood. Like the blood... That I cough out. Oh my! Oh my God, Sheldon! I hadn't noticed. Uh, uh, this is, this is oh very bad. Oh my God! Oh, he's really God. not okay. I'll clean it up right away, right away, right away. No, 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 you. Sheldon! Don't you worry! Don't you worry! You just lay. You just lay there. Give me your little hand. Arnold, I think maybe. Sheldon, give me your little hand. Here, there, here. Oh no, Sheldon! Okay, Sheldon. I want you to take me to your chimney. Okay, Sheldon. I know he's in here somewhere. All right, Uh, okay. okay. uh, Sheldon, you're right. I had a chimney this entire time. I didn't didn't tell you about it. Is there more chimneys? 
There's one chimney, Sheldon, but it's a great, it's a great chimney. It's so good. It's it's the the chimney of the sky. It, it's the most wonderful chimney you've ever seen, Sheldon. Gosh. Yes, Sheldon. Yes. His hands are too small to sweep. Sure. We'll, we'll find someone else chimney. to sweep. We'll find someone else to sweep my chimney. They won't fit Josh around the handle. Sheldon, oh oh. I'm not trying to make him sweep. I don't want him to sweep the chimney, okay? Josh, I, I think he's gone. I don't, he's not gone. Oh. <laughs> he's he's okay, definitely Sheldon. dead, Josh. <laughs> Arnold, he's not dead. You can hear him breathing. Time for me to go now, Josh. Oh, no. To the big uh, chimney uh, filled with uh, things uh, because uh, things uh, are divine. <laughs> oh, folks. Sheldon, I'm sorry that you there are, there isn't someone else here to <laughs> to be with you in this time. If only there was. Alarm! Alarm! Oh, oh, uh, Jim Jim! Oh, hello, Jim Jim. This is. Oh is... my God, Arnold! Get get Is this little boy? <laughs> Jim Jim, this is Sheldon Bean. I'm Sheldon Bean. What is it that this little boy is doing here? Who the fuck is Sheldon Bean and why? <laughs> Jim Jim, dying? whoa! Okay. My floor. You act as Jim, though Jim, I Mar- just Arnold. I don't want to speak to you right now. We are fighting. This is Sheldon Bean. He's a little chimney sweep, and he's dying, Jim Jim. Why don't you have some respect for another human being, Jim Jim? I completely. Why don't you have some respect for another person, Jim Jim? A different person from you. No, there are many people for which I have respect. Of course, you know I love Charles de Gaulle, but this Sheldon Bean. This is a little dirty little. Quite Sheldon, it's interesting. Mm. Sheldon seems Man, to stop wheezing whenever you speak, Jim Jim. That's strange. Probably because <laughs> he knows that wheezing in the presence of a woman is extremely rude. <laughs> and also, I'm covering his mouth with my hand. You are so, doing that, yes. <laughs> yes, I am maybe suffocating him, but maybe it's time oh, we let him go. Stop, stop, hang on. Please but, oh, do not use hey, maybe Sheldon we can Bean. Do it except let me go, please. Oh, let me just die, please. Let me die. Okay, okay, sure, Sheldon. I'm. He wants to go. He wants to I know. All right, Sheldon. I don't think. I mean, there's nothing we can do for you now. This is Sheldon. a pillow, and this is the little doll hand of Arnold, who is going to press the pillow over the face of the little boy. I don't boy. think we need to assist Sheldon Bean in dying. I think Sheldon Bean is already dying. Jim, Jim. I cannot even put the beret on his head because it falls off. Because well, he's, he's already wearing a little <laughs> chimney cap. So. Uh, a chimney cap is not a beret. He looks like an idiot. Please, die a child is dying and like you're insulting him. Well, she's, she's not wrong, Josh. This is why... This is why Arnold and I really understand each other. Have history. <laughs> we have some history, Josh. <gasps> oh, Sheldon, okay. Can sure. we get him to shut the fuck up? Why <laughs> Jim, is he still Jim. breathing? Jim, Jim, okay, back off, Jim, Jim. Sheldon. I am trying to romance right now. I'm trying to connect and have a love sure. connection, perhaps. Okay. 
with the man with the tiny hands, the poor little hands, they caress your face. This is so creepy, and I'm sure it's not what Sheldon needs to see as as it passes on. Josh. Oh, Sheldon. I'm so sorry that Thank you're... Thank you. I've been living in events. Yeah, I know. No need to recap that with your last breath. Mm-hmm. Sheldon, I'm so sorry that your last moments were spent with Jim Jim. Does Jim Jim have uh, Just... itch? Oh, no. Uh, she, uh, she doesn't have a... He's gone. Thank God. Oh, that was so annoying. Jim, Jim. It's as though he just never shuts up. It's like, oh, we get him. Oh, oh, my God. And you should have told him. I would never have a chimney. I lived in the Louvre, okay? I didn't have a freaking chimney. Died on a lie in a mist. <laughs> Look at that. Oh, his corpse. Oh, this, I shall this take Sheldon this. is gone. Chimney boy is dead. What would you like me to do with him, Jack? Listeners, Jim. I don't want to look at him anymore. He doesn't have a boy on. Jim, will you shut up for just a second? I swear to God. Oh, um, oh, you want me to shut up, but you don't care when Sheldon Bean won't shut the hell up. Jim, Jim, Sheldon Bean has shut up once and for all by dying. And you know what? Thank fucking God for that. Jim, Jim, please. Have a little bit of... of If you had to hear... Maybe you should read Arnold's book, Jim Jim, because you could learn something about sympathy. I have read Arnold's book in quite detail. In fact, I've purchased meals at times. I wasn't actually aware until after I read the book. How how many of the... uh, And I say this over the corpse of a child. Arnold, (laughs) how many of, of the women on these dates have been Jim Jim? Well, you know, it's a hype. It's over over fifty. Let's just leave it at over fifty percent. Over fifty dates or over fifty percent? Over half of. We've been on on thirteen dates. All of the dates in that book. (laughs) Arnold, this is really just a book about you making Jim Jim pay for your meals and many accidents. I will say though that um, it's actually the money I got from pawning all your. I mean, from the work I do. Jim Jim, I never want to see, I never want to see you again, Jim Jim, okay? Well, that's too bad because I live in your garage, so... No, um, I'm kicking you out of the um, garage. Also, Josh, that, that brings me to another point. Jim Jim and I have... Um, we've been talking about maybe uh, moving in together. Things are getting bit, a little bit serious. Um, okay, and, right. and so I was thinking I, I'm... Well, about a place to go, in, but... Uh, yeah. Into no. here soon. No. This brings me to a point that I've been meaning to do... Okay, I'm ready now. Oh, my God. Arnold. No. Arnold. No. Now is as good a time as ever to... It's not as good a time as ever. To uh, ask... Extremely um, bad time. To ask this question. Um, oh, you're not getting down on one knee. You're not... I um, Arnold, um, I went I believe the other day to a shop and I got a ring. So I got the man who sold it to me... Um, I needed a small one. He said, this is perfect. He said, it's with a, how you say it, nipple ring for a man. Okay, that's not, this isn't happening. And so I give you this ring and I shall put it on. Right arm, right arm, left hand? Or or left arm? Ah, this is. Well, I, well, we can, you know, maybe we put it on, maybe we put it on. Yes, yes, yes. yes. He said yes. He said, he said yes. George, he no, said yes. No, okay, no, no. no. Oh, we're Jim, Jim. Okay, nothing happened. Folks, uh, Sheldon Bean, the Sheldon Bean, the young chimney sweep, has passed away. No one cares, Josh. We just got mad. Yeah, I think people care, Jim Jim. 
and say rest You'll in love peace love to the Sheldon whole Bean. He's in heaven cleaning no. God's chimneys. Arnold, you, you bring your thing to my house. I will help, I will help no, you open the garage door. <laughs> You're going to have a lot of trouble because right, the folks, door. I want to thank you for listening to you. Now we're talking. Your hands uh, will be. Make it a little difficult. My guest today it's was perfect. Arnold Parmesan. R.I.P. to Sheldon <laughs> Bean. No one else is here. Vive la France. Vive la Not, But no longer vive la Sheldon Bean. He's in heaven now. Sheldon Bean is in hell. Oh boy, thank you for listening to this week's episode of Now We're Talking. I want to thank my guests, Adam Crouch and Madeline Sweet. Someone told me a while ago that a worrying amount of children die on this podcast and I'm maybe starting to see their concern. Folks, I like to get home at the end of a long day, kick off my shoes, grab a cold one, fellas. You know what I'm talking about, I'm talking about the beer. I like to sit down on my home PC or laptop, I go on iTunes, and I love to rate and review podcasts. It's a passion of mine, okay? I realize that it... <laughs> so fucking stupid. Do it if you want to, okay? It's great. It's good for me, but... <laughs> anyway, I'm Josh. This is now talking. Bye.